0: What's good everybody, this is your boy Gabe, back with my second episode on Gabe's podcast. And the three topics I want to talk about is tonight's national championship game between Alabama and Ohio State, the NFL wildcard weekend, and COVID-19. But before I get into the three topics, I want you to add me on my social media. At Instagram, it's at onlybme25, and on my Twitter account, it's onlybme29. So here it goes. I'm going to get into my first topic. We're going to talk about tonight's national championship, championship game that come on at 8 o'clock on ESPN between Ohio State and Alabama. Alabama is favored by nine points. They're favored by nine, and we all know they're the favorite to win it. And I'm also picking Alabama to win this game. But before I give y'all predictions of why I'm taking Alabama, I'm going to break down both of these teams' offenses. Uh, stats, starting out with Ohio State, they 5th in total defense, averaging 544 yards in total offense. They're averaging 254 yards in, pass, in the passing game, but they're running the ball more by averaging 272 yards per game in the 7th. Then they're averaging 43 points per game, that's fifth. And they are converting 51% on third down, that's seventh. Justin Fields, he's been pretty good this year. The running game has been well. These receivers, they can play. And then I'm going to look at Alabama offense. They are averaging 535 yards in total offense, that's seventh. Fifth in passing yards with 340 yards. Then the rushing rushing game is about 50th. They average 185 yards per game. But they're scoring 48 points per game on offense. That's second, and they're converting 60% on third down. That's first in college football. Now, if you ask me who I take, I'm taking Alabama like I told you before. And here's the reason why I'm taking Alabama. I just don't think Ohio State can keep up with these boys. Now, a lot of people have their own opinions about this game. Okay, that's you. We all have our opinions. We all feel like who's going to win. But I like Alabama in this game because the way their offense is playing. Now, Ohio Ohio State's secondary is not the same from 2019 I think with the receiving weapons of Devontae Smith, Jaden Waddle, Waddle, and Mac Jones, who who played, who's been balling this year, they're running game with Najee Harris, however you say his name. I'm sorry, people. And I think this defense of Alabama is better than Clemson's defense. Ohio State, they came out. And they just wrecked havoc on Clemson. Clemson couldn't recover from it. Ohio State was playing well on all three sides of the ball, offense, defense, special teams. And they deserved to win that game. And they made it look easy. Credit to Justin Fields and all of them. They are playing well. But now, this is the thing I've been, I've been waiting for. Justin Fields versus that Alabama's defense. The one thing we all want to see is how well Justin Fields is going to play against this Alabama defense. I think Ohio State is going to move the ball, but then I think Alabama's defense is going to give Justin Field a lot of pressure. Now, you look at Alabama's side on the offense, and you say they can move the ball. They got speed on offense. Devontae Smith, who deserved the Heisman Trophy, congrats to him. Well-deserved, man. And I think he's throwing a ball tonight against that Ohio State secondary. Now, do I think Ohio State going to make it interesting? Yeah. But I think Alabama going to win this game by at least a touchdown, maybe 10 points. You know, but this Alabama's team has just been, they've been up there. Like, their offense is gelling with their defense. And Ohio State, they also can move the ball. But the one thing I question about Ohio State is their secondary. Every game plan is that you gotta pressure the quarterback. You gotta get to him. Make him uncomfortable in the pocket. Now, don't get me wrong, Ohio State Pass Rush can get to the quarterback. Alabama defense also can get to the quarterback. But with both of these quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Mac Jones, you gotta get to them. You can't let them sit back there in a the pocket all day. They both got good offensive linemen, good offensive line. You know, both of their defense playing well, but I think Alabama's defense is better. Is is very better than Ohio State. You know, so you look at Ohio State last game; they put up almost five hundred some yards on Clemson defense. Clemson Clemson defense had no answer for Justin Fields. He just Terrorized that defense, that defense of Clemson. You know, Alabama, same thing to Notre Dame. So, I mean, this game should be interesting. But at the end of the day, I like Alabama in this game because, one, they can run the ball like Ohio State, but they also got better receivers than Ohio State, and they got a better secondary than Ohio State. But credit to Justin Fields, man's been playing well. He played where there have been some struggles in the season where he struggled. Same with Mac Jones. But I see Nick Saban getting his sixth title at Alabama. And yeah, I, I like Alabama in this game. I won't be surprised if Ohio State keep this game interesting. I mean, if you look at Ohio, if you want to look at the last meeting between Ohio State and Alabama, where Ohio State beat them 42-35 to back in 2015, that's different now compared to six years ago, okay? So, you can't compare that game to this game, all right? But, she'll be a good national championship game. Now, the point spreads between Alabama and Ohio State. Alabama, like I said, they are now a point favorite. So the bookie must know Alabama is going to at least beat them by more than a touchdown, 10 points. But not every bookie is right. But I say they're about 85 to 90% right on their betting, on their bettings. So this should be an interesting game. This should be an interesting game, you know. Mac Jones versus Justin Fields. I I've been when I seen the playoffs been I mean, put out back in December, and it had Ohio State there. Now I did pick Clemson to go to the national championship to play Alabama, but I was wrong, and I can admit that. I picked the Clemson, but Ohio State came out there and made it look easy. They they played well from start to finish and then let up. That's what you that's how you beat a Clemson Dabble Swings Clemson team. You go out ahead, you stop them. You know, in Ohio State had a good game plan. They executed it. They got the international championship in Miami. Same with Alabama. Good game plan, get execution. You know? So this should be, I think. It's gonna be a high scoring game, but at the end, I think Nick Saban get his sixth title. And yeah, I, I think this is gonna be a, a, a good a good ass game. And I can't wait eight o'clock ESPN to the people that watches college football, to the people that just get into college football. Watch it, you won't be disappointed. Okay. Like, you won't be disappointed at all, you know. But, like I said, Justin Fields against this Alabama's defense, I can't wait. 8 o'clock need to get in and hurry up real fast because I'm ready to watch this game. I know a lot of people is picking Ohio State. That's your opinion. That's your choice. That's your pick. A lot of people are going to take Alabama because it's your your choice, your opinion, your picks. You know? So this matchup should be good, but I think Alabama cover covers that 9 point point spread. That's just my opinion. Okay? So now my next topic. The NFL wild card weekend man can you, y'all' can't not say that the wild Card weekend was good like it was good it was good so especially the coach in the bills game that 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 game was pretty damn good, you know, but I went three for three in my picks um I picked Seattle i lost um I picked the Titans, I lost that one, and I picked the Steelers. I picked the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we're not always going to get our picks right. So, like, don't be scared to give out your picks. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're right, you're right. It is what it is. So, I got to say, the, the wild card weekend was good. I loved it. every matchup except the Saints and the Bears. I said it before, you had that one game in the NFL playoffs, that's going to be a blowout. And the Bears, they fumbled. I mean, Mitchell he threw the ball downfield to Kemp, wherever his damn name is, he dropped the open T D that could have possibly kept the Bears in the game. But I picked the Saints to win this game. And Yeah. But the one wild card team one wild card matchup, my father. One wild card matchup that got me Surprised, it was the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. You know, that, that, like, they started out 28-0. to And they never looked it back. They played it well. Shout out to Cleveland Browns. I didn't even pick y'all to win against Pittsburgh. But y'all shocked everybody. Y'all shocked everybody, you know? They shocked everybody, you know? Baker Mayfield played it well. 34 attempts, 21 completions, 26 to 3 passing yards, 3 touchdowns. And then the Russian game in of Cleveland added 127 yards on top of that. Ben Roethlisberger, now, if you look at his stats, you'll think, yeah, he played it well because he put up 68 attempts, 47 completions, 501 yards, four touchdowns, and four picks, and a running game added 52 yards rushing. But I said it before, Pittsburgh is not known for running the ball. They're not known for running the ball. They mostly sit in shotgun and pass heavy. They did that, but they made mistakes, dropped balls, defense didn't play well. So, I mean, credit to the Cleveland Browns. And if you look at that that matchup overall, they, they averaged 843 yards combined in that game. You know, they they averaged pretty good in that game. And the Cleveland Browns, they shocked everybody, but it's just the wild card. Like, it's just a wild card. So, I wouldn't get my hopes up so quick, but congrats. I'm happy for Browns fans. They suffered for 17 years. Their last playoff went, the last playoffs was 2003. And guess who they played that year in the playoffs? At Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. They lost in overtime 36-33. Tommy Mannox was the quarterback. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. So now. 18 years later. Browns got the revenge. The first playoff win was since 1994. And guess who was the head coach of the Cleveland Browns in 1994? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. He beat Bill Parcells Patriots 20-13. But don't sleep on the Cleveland Browns. And I'm a, I'm a huge Patriots fan, you know. But my team didn't make it. They didn't play well. But you look at the Cleveland Browns and you like, wow. Baker Mayfield played his ass off from start to finish. He didn't make a mistake once. That's how you win a football game. Clean mistakes, execute, good game planning. Cleveland Browns did that. Now they go to Kansas City, at least I think we all know Kansas City is the favorite to win that game. They they, they are favorites to win that game. Don't let it fool you. Kansas City is the favorite to go to to Tampa Bay for Super Bowl 55. But, I mean, (laughs) shout out to Cleveland and their fan base, man. Y'all deserve it. You know, that's one team that I got love for. I'm not a fan of Cleveland, but this was a well-deserved win. You cut out all the ignorance, all the excuses, because you know every fan base got that one excuse that saying, "Oh, they got lucky, they got this, they're not going far, and all this." Da 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 da. Now another wild card game I want to talk about was the Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills. That was another good game. I mean, you look at Phillip Rivers, he played it well. 46 attempts, 27 completions, 309 passing yards, two touchdowns. You know, and... Man. And with 154 yards added on the ground. Indianapolis Colts had a good defense. I gave out the stats in my last episode. But then you look at Josh Allen who's been playing well all season. Credit to him coming out the University of Wyoming. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't really care for that school, but Josh Allen his game proved it, his deep ball passing improved it. Good and he played it well last night. 34 attempts, 26 completions, 324 yard passing yards and two touchdowns. You know, with 96 yards on the ground. From there, you know, including Josh Allen ran it for fifty-four yards and a touchdown. Buffalo advanced it. They're at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Buffalo played it well. Coach played it well, but at the end of the day, Bills got the win. Credit to them. No hating, no respect. No hating, no res. I'm not to say no respect. Respect to the Buffalo Bills, and that's hard to say because I'm a Pats fan. And a lot of people was asking, why are you picking the Buffalo Bills? Because you gotta, you gotta be real for what you see. This Buffalo Bills team has been good all year. Okay? So yeah. Now, another matchup is the LA Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. And I said it that I picked I picked Seattle. I said it depending on the status of Jared Goff. But when I find out that he's playing. Even though I picked the Seahawks, I'm not shocked the Rams won. You know? Now, the passing game with the Rams, it wasn't good. But their rushing game and their defense, their number one defense, are the L.A. Rams, who I think is going to be a problem moving forward in the NFC. Now, if you look at the the Rams rushing game, they put up 167 rushing yards. But, only put up 184 passing. And, yeah. Yeah. 100, uh, 167 rushing yards with 184 passing yards. Credit to the LA Rams. But... They're going to be hard to eliminate. Now, Jerry Goff with the broken thumb and all this, he, he didn't play too well, you know. He, but he didn't, also he didn't throw a pick. He put 19 completions, uh, I mean, nine, 9 completions, 19 attempts, 155 yards, 1 touchdown. Then Warford, the backup, he put 29 yards till he got hurt, you know. And, you know, shout out to him. You know, I hope everything's well. I hope you're healthy and everything. But you look at Seattle on the other side, they didn't play well. They 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 didn't they, they didn't play well. Russell was just struggling in that game. He 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 got sacked five times. Uh he 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 did complete 11 completions, 27 attempts, 174 yards and two touchdowns in a pick. But you look at their rushing game, they put up 136 rushing yards, the Seattle Seahawks. I think what Seattle is is that if you look at the Seattle team back in the days where they had Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Bobby Wagner, Cliff Averill, Michael Bennett, K.J. Wright, that defense was legit. With Dan Quinn as the defensive coordinator, Pete Carroll, long ago Seattle got Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, they will always remain in contention. And shout out to Russell Wilson, a, a, a classy guy. You know, you never hear him get in trouble. He's classy on and off the field. You know, he got him a good woman with Sierra, married, good woman. Got a couple of kids together. You know, credit to Russell Wilson, but I think about the Seattle Seahawks, they're not far away from getting back to the Super Bowl, but I'm going to talk about that in another topic Friday, where I talk about my divisional predictions, and I'm also going to talk about the Seattle Seahawks and what they need, on off, what they need in the offseason that can get them over the hump and get them back to the Super Bowl. So, another match I want to talk about is the Tampa Bay versus the Washington football team. Now, you, everybody know Bucks is going to win that game. You got Tom Brady, who 22 completions, 40 attempts, 381 yards, two touchdowns. But he also took three sacks. And, man, this is Tom Brady, the GOAT. You know, as long as you got Tom Brady, you are in the game. But the Buccaneers, they are in for another matchup with the Saints, who blew them out twice. I mean, I thought probably the second meet between them two was going to be a better game. You know? But also, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rushed for 139 yards on the ground. That's pretty good. Washington didn't have Alex Smith. Even with Alex Smith in... I think Buccaneers would have still beaten them. Redskins defense played well all season. They, I think, second in total defense. You know. But Heineken, Hennick, or whatever I'm ever saying his name, he didn't play bad at all. 26 uh, completions, 44 attempts, 306 passing yards, one time, one in, and two sacks. But Buck was favorite in this game. And they won it. And, yeah, you know, don't guess you got Tom Brady in it. But now Buccaneers, you know, they are in uh, they're in a, another tough matchup against the New Orleans Saints. And another wild card matchup I want to talk about is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, I picked the Titans in this game because I thought Titans, okay, they'll come out they're going to play better. Now, if you look at the matchup early in the season, they had to win in overtime against the Ravens. But credit to the Ravens. They played it well, you know. They didn't play well at the at the start of the first quarter, but they got adjusted, put up 17 unanswered points on the Tennessee Titans after the Titans shot out 10-0. And Lamar Jackson played pretty well, 17 completions, 24 attempts, 179 yards, no touchdown, one pick, and took a sack five times. You know, but he also ran 136 yards um, on the ground. And they put up, like, maybe almost close to 200 yards rushing overall. The Ravens rushing game. And Tennessee Titans, yeah, they, they played it well. But the one thing I give Ravens credit to is they limited Derrick Henry to only... 18 rush 40 yards. He averaged 2.2 rushing yards. That's pretty bad for Derrick Henry. But we already know what he is. He's he's one of the best running backs in the game. And credit to him. But also, I want to talk about Tennessee on another topic. What they need in the offseason. So, basically, Seattle and Tennessee is the ones I'm going to talk about in my next topic. Uh, whether it's Friday or... Yeah, possibly going to put it in Friday. I'm going to talk about three topics on that one. And, yeah. But other than that, we ain't going to talk about the Chicago Bears, New Orleans Saints. The Saints came out and played it well from start to finish. You know, this is Drew Brees last year. He's Possibly that he's going to retire. And New Orleans, they also got a good defense. Brees played it pretty well. The Bears did not get a sack on Brees. He was comfortable in that pocket all day. Now, did Bears pressure him some? Eh, yeah, a little bit. But other than that, Drew Brees and that New Orleans offense, they ride it, and the defense played it well, too. And you look at Brees' stats, 28 completions, 39 attempts, 265 yards, two touchdowns. He bought it out. and Kamara put up 99 yards on the ground. And uh, yeah, they put up a what, 125 rushing yards. Now, Mitchell Brissy, who not will not be with the Bears next season, he's moving on. And yeah, but he didn't play all that well. 19 completions, 29 attempts, 199 yards, one touchdown. He took one sack. With 58 rushing yards on the ground. New Orleans made that game look easy. They they made it look it real easy. But i I tell you this to my my peoples out there. The NFL Divisional Games, next week, on my next topic, I'm going to talk about Friday. I'm going to pick teams and why I say they're going to win it. It's going to be a, a fun Divisional Games, and there's an upset that I'm going to pick in my Friday segment, and y'all may look, y'all may criticize me for it, but look, it's my picks, it's my opinion. You know, everybody is gonna be like, "What?" Nah, I'm gonna pick upsets because I'm not scared to go full throne. I'm not scared to to throw it out, throw my picks out there. All right. I'm not. I'm not scared to pick it. I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for it. You know, and yeah. What? And I. I. I, I need. Mean, I'm gonna tell y'all another thing. Don't be surprised if we get a wild card team from both the AFC and the NFC meet in Tampa Bay, February seventh. Which y'all be surprised? I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all will be surprised, <laughs> but there there's gonna be some upsets in the matchup. Now you look at the the, the divisional uh, uh, matchup next this Saturday coming up. You got Saturday at four thirty-five p.m. on uh, Fox you got the L.A. Rams at the Green Bay Packers, who the Packers are a seven-point favorite over the L.A. Rams. And then you look at the Ravens versus Buffalo at 8-15 on NBC. That should be a good matchup. I think both of them matchups are going to be a good one. L.A. Rams versus the Packers, and the bottom versus is Buffalo Bills. Then you look at Sunday on CBS. you got the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. What? Let me let me take, let me drop back. Buffalo is favorite by two over the Baltimore Ravens. But now you got Sunday at three or five on CBS. You got Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are a ten point favorite in that game, and we already know why they're a ten point favorite because they are the defending Super Bowl champions. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Andy Reid. That offense is explosive for Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, you already know what he did, what he can do. He put up MVP numbers, just like Aaron Rodgers. But Rodgers going to win that MVP. But then another matchup at 640 on Fox. You got Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Saints are a three point favorite against Brady and the Bucks. I think all these games are going to be good. But out of all these matchups, don't the be shock if at least two upsets. At least one or two upsets. Okay? So, yeah. But I'm going to talk about... I'm going to give my divisional picks in my next segment Friday. Friday, I'm going to give my divisional picks. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to share this episode to my social media. I forgot to share it, my first episode, to my social media, but... It's possibly I'm going to share both or maybe episode two. I don't know. But, you know, I want y'all to have your opinions on my podcast and what you think. Because I'm new, you know. And, yeah, like I said, she'll be some good, you know, divisional partners in the NFL next Saturday and Sunday. Now, my last topic. COVID-19. All right covid 19 the the the, the covid 19 has gotten worse you know it it gotten worse and there's been people that's been dying every day because of the covid it's not it's not just because they're dying of the covid 19 there's other Pre-existing conditions, health conditions, that's actually taking a toll on people and is killing them. Do I believe COVID nineteen is killing people along with other health conditions? Yes, and it's sad. But I feel like most of these people are dying of COVID because they got other illnesses that's in their body that they're fighting. Like me, I'm type two and I have colitis. And every day when I wake up, I just tell myself, like, I'm praying and hoping I don't catch COVID because I don't think I can handle it. Is I'm at high risk of getting it? Yes. But I'm also following orders by wearing a mask and keeping myself distanced from certain people. I don't really go anywhere. But this COVID-19 is sad. It's taking people, it's taking innocent people from Earth. It's taking innocent people from it. It's killing them left to right. Almost close to two million people is dying. People are dying every day across the world. COVID case spiking up crazy. Almost five, ten thousand a day. It the shit is terrible and it's sad. We got warned it in 2019 about this COVID. But, but you know what happened? You got a leader up there in the office who I can't wait to get out of office January 20th or probably before that. Didn't take it seriously. He thought it was a hoax. We'll be fine. And all this. He didn't take it serious. And he had no plan. He didn't want to believe no, no top-notch scientists. He didn't want to believe none of that. We got Dr. Fauci over here who also was warning us. But Trump wanted to fire him. Want to, want, don't want to listen to the scientists. He listened to whoever telling him in his administration about what we need. Did we finally get the vaccine? Yeah. Would I take the vaccine? I don't know. I don't know. But there's a lot of people saying that they would, they won't take it. That's your opinion. You grown. You make that choice. You make that choice. But this COVID nineteen is it, it, killing people. Taking your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your granddaughter. Your nephew, your niece, your grandson, your granddaughter, your grandmother, your grandfather—taking the innocence away. because this COVID is no joke. That's why I feel sorry for the for the people out there that's losing a family member, a relative <laughs> to this COVID. This COVID is dangerous. All only you know you, you 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 feel ill, you're going to the hospital, and then they come back and tell you you have COVID-19, then you had a quarantine for 14 days. Can't see not one of your family members. How do you think that make a person feel? It hurt them inside. There's some people that will hide it, hide the hurtness, and they're gonna some people that will show the hurtness. But I feel sad for them. Do you know how many people want to just wake up and go see their child who has COVID? Who at risk of dying because of this COVID? Some people don't have the strength to fight this COVID. There's people out here hollering out they need help. These nurses, these doctors, these surgeons—they're busting their asses, $14, 16 hours a day, trying to keep, trying to take care of these patients. That's their job; they got to do. But they're also taking a toll on them. They tired. They they getting up at four, five in the morning, and not getting off to four to six in the evening. Probably got to work overtime at eight to ten p.m. That's why I will always have love for these nurses and these doctors that's out here busting their ass to keep these patients under control, taking care of them. You gotta give them credit. There are some nurses that are quitting because they're not getting paid enough. They're not. But you got them out here working 12, 14, 16 hours a day, but you're paying them, them bullshitting type salaries. Do I blame these nurses from quitting? No. They're not getting paid enough. But you got them working twelve to 14, 16 hours a day. You know? But then you got these patients that's in there in tears, crying, they want to see their peep, they their parents, their family. They 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 want to see they want to see their peep their family. How you think they feel? They sitting in that hospital in that bed, got a thing on in their nose, gotta breathe from it. And they just wanna see their family, but they can't. Because it's protocols that these hospitals got to follow. Because if they violate protocols, there's consequences. You know? COVID-19, it just destroyed everything. You know, it destroyed everything. You can't really go out of town. You know, you got to wear masks, masks everywhere you go. This COVID-19, it, it, it's killing people left to right. And that's sad. You know, like it 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 is it, real sad. That's why I feel bad and sad for the for the loved ones out there that lost the loved one because of this COVID nineteen. You know? I would I just wish our president would have stopped thought it was this shit was a fucking hoax. He took it for granted. Oh, this is a hoax. It's not gonna come here. It spread it crazy and it spread it quick. Like it spread it quick. I I but y'all in my prayers. Y'all in my prayers to the people who caught the COVID 19, who beat the COVID 19. Y'all in my prayers. And I'm praying and hoping that y'all don't get it again. Like, I'm praying that y'all don't get it again. You know? I I just, you know, I just feel bad for the people who got it. And I'm going to keep saying it. Because it hurts. Like, it it hurts. You know? we We, we can't even go outside and walk to the stores... Without having to wear a mask because we got a, a virus that can kill us any day. That can kill us any day. You know, it's sad. Like, it, it, like it's really sad. This COVID-19 messed up people mentally, physically. But you're not going to know that because it's either you may not know the person Or the person around you may not telling you that. They hiding it. Or they're going to come out and say, hey, it's affecting me. I hate that we have this virus around. I don't like no disease. From cancer to HIV to AIDS. I hate them all. Because I know what it's capable of doing type 2 diabetes colitis <clears throat> you know a tumor on a person's brain <clears throat> i don't I don't like hearing that because i know it's a possible it could it could kill a person or mess them up physically and mentally that this person ain't the same like it's not the same they won't be the same 2020 was a fucked up year. 2021 looks like it's going to be another fucked up year. At least I'm praying and hoping that it doesn't. But this COVID-19 just destroyed our year. It destroyed 2019 a little. At the end of 2019, it definitely destroyed 2020. We lost celebs. We lost so many good people. That didn't deserve to die. But COVID-19 is doing exactly that. It's killing people. Cases is going high every day. Business is losing money. Small businesses are suffering the most. Big business, they're going to lose maybe $100 million, maybe more. But they're going to get all that back of a tax write-off. And once well, their business are opening. But small businesses are suffering more. I won't say they suffering more. I'm talking about suffering more business-wise. From a business perspective. These small businesses got to close. They're losing money. Every day it's closed. Big businesses, they can, lose, they can shut down for a whole six months. They'll lose a lot. But they'll gain all that back. They're getting all that back, you know. They're 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 getting, they're getting all all of that back, you know. And then you got businesses that got to close. Then you got businesses that's not staying open of their regular times. At least I understand the COVID nineteen is dangerous. I don't blame them closing it down early. You can't argue with that. It's just facts. But like I said, you got some people just not taking the COVID 19 seriously. Like every time I like I like I told you, I don't I don't go out the house much. But sometimes I do. Some majority I don't. But sometimes I do. But when I do go out, there's maybe maybe 20 to 30 people that's not wearing masks. Because you know why they're not taking it serious. Oh I'm not gonna catch it. So why I'm wearing about a fucking mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. It's not hard. It's not hard to do. Just wear your mask. You know, wear, wear, wear your mask. It's not hard. Do I hope, do I'm, I'm hoping and praying that this COVID-19 go away? Yes. But it's going to be a while before it goes away. And that's sad to say. But it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, it, it it's the truth. And, like, I want to go back out of town again. I want to see my family members. Now, I'll admit, I did go out of town during this COVID. You know, but I also wore my mask. I stay six six feet a distance from people. And, yeah. You know, but, like I said, I'm sending my prayers to the loved ones that lost... A loved one in this COVID nineteen, you know, keep your head up, stay positive, don't get negative, you know, just you know, just keep your head up. Things will be good again. We just don't know when. Like we, we just don't know when it's going to get better. I, the the second round of COVID is gotten worse. It's gotten worse, but. Just follow protocols. Not everybody going to follow it. I just wish COVID-19 never existed, But it's here. And the only thing we can do is follow by orders. Wear a mask. You know. I may take the vaccine. There's some people out here may agree with me. Oh, I'm going to take the vaccine too. There's some people saying I ain't taking that vaccine. I don't trust it. That's you. That's your opinion. Can't argue with your opinion. You know? So. Y'all all all in my prayers. Even if the people who doesn't have the COVID-19. Y'all in my prayers. Y'all keep your heads up, alright? You know? Stay positive. You know? Do what you gotta do. You know, if, you have, if you're if going to work every day, go to work. If you're making that money every day, make that money every day. Alright? Well, I'm going to end it right here. And I'm going to say it again. Go add me on my social medias. Instagram is at onlybme25. And add me on my Twitter is at onlybme29. I'll be over there on Twitter a lot and on Instagram. So, if you want to follow me, I follow everyone back. You know, I follow everyone back. And, you know, I'm going to share this episode to my social media. And I hope, and give me your opinions on what you think. All right, then? All right, Joe. I'm out. Peace.